Hey guys, Dr. Amy here. Today I want to talk about the thing that's on everybody's mind, which is of course this um, COVID-19. And whether you, whatever camp you're in, wherever you are, um, I know in the chiropractic camp we see a lot of people um, in one extreme saying like, oh, I don't need to pay attention to this, um, and this is silly, and I get that. Um, and then we see the other extreme of this mass hysteria going on. Um, and I think my perspective is always um, on any topic, hey, um, let me not get in either extreme, let me... Let me um, take what I know and say, what do, what do I know about this? And then what can what conclusions can I draw from this? And then what are my action steps? I think that that um, is what you should be doing for your community. I do not think whether you believe it or not, I don't think that it's best to be posting memes up that are saying, uh, you know, like making fun of it or making jest. Um of this situation uh, because that is not engaging your population where they need to be met. They are not hearing that. A very small percentage of them maybe will get on board with you on that. But the other ones, that's not what they're hearing or feeling everywhere else. And even the ones that are kind of on the same page with you, they're, they may be starting to be susceptible to this fear because it's pretty pretty intense out there right now. So instead of being completely in one extreme or the other, I, well, I first of all, I don't fall in one extreme or the other on most things, but um, I think it's really smart to say, what can I do to connect with my population and my practice members and my community? What can I do to help that reduce their fears? Whether they're fully in fear mode or they're not, they are surrounded by it and we are impacted by that energetically and neurologically um, just living in this culture right now. So I don't think it's good to shame or go extreme one way or the other. I think what we need to do is say, um, what do I know? And what we know is that, look, um, there are compromise. This is a thing. Um, just like some other uh, infectious diseases are things. Uh, like if we go one extreme or the other on vaccines even, like measles are a thing, but what are they, right? Um, so we say, here's what we know. We know that there are more compromised populations. We know that some basic um, public health practices that are wonderful should be used and listed here. If you're expressing symptoms, maybe not the best time to go out in public and expose everybody because whether you're a compromised person or not, that is putting people that are compromised at more of a risk. Now, whatever you're feeling on that is, that's a basic public health premise that I can get behind, and I think most people can. Washing our hands, basic sanitation. We know that these are really important things in decreasing infectious disease. It's a good thing. The other thing we need to talk about um, is it's not just about, we know it's not the germ theory. We know it's not that every person, every host, every person who comes in contact or has exposure to this virus or any virus has becomes sick, right, or has symptoms. Some people have a positive result and they, they're asymptomatic. Um, some, so it's not, we know that it's not just about exposure. It's about the body or the host's ability to adapt. Um, and so this is really important. You know, this is what we need to be talking to our communities about, adaptation. And at the very basis of adaptation is the nervous system, the neuroimmunological response. 
right? And what, what we do as chiropractors is we work to make sure that that nervous system is efficient and that we have, a, we have improved adaptability, efficient adaptability. We know that we need to be sleeping. We know that we need to be eating healthy food. We, need, we know that we need to be getting essential um, minerals and vitamins. We know that these things are very important. We need to be talking about our, to our community, to our parents about Look, here's what we know. We know this is a thing. We know whether we're one extreme or the other, it's a virus. It's a thing. We want to reduce exposure. Absolutely. The other thing we know is that it's about adaptability. And here's some action steps. The only thing we can do in times of stress is say, what does this mean to us and what can I do about it? And what we can do about it, and you can give this to your communities, is take action. The first action that you can take is make sure you have a healthy adapting nervous system because your immune system comes from your nervous system function. And so that's what we do as neuro-based chiropractors. Second, make sure we're getting rest. Make sure we're getting, you know, um, vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin A. I recommend looking into Dr. Ben Lynch's work and some of his lives. Refer people there to watch his information. Careful with vitamin A, but watch. Um, he has really great protocols on that, especially for respiratory stuff, which we know is a big fear with this virus. And so we need to be giving people action. The other thing that's really important is to be talking about Look, we also know that stress decreases neuroimmune function. Stress decreases the immune response. We need to be talking to them about that and how to manage stress. One, coming in and getting checked is 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 foundational because it all comes from that nervous system first. But also, we need to talk to them about some other strategies for stress and not to go into one extreme or the other, but to continue to, to say, what does this mean to me and what do I do about it right now? And then, of course, and I'll do some videos on this in, in the upcoming week and, and whatnot, is we need to talk about what this is doing to their kids because their stress, the stress around the economic stress, the stress the parents are having, maybe because the kids are – the kids can't be at school. Um, you know, there is stress going on for the kids. Stress decreases immune function, but stress increases deflective behaviors. And so we need to give some strategies of understanding for these parents what's going on. We need to give some strategies of what exactly can they do to help their kids in this time. Maybe they're stuck at home. Maybe they're not going to school for the next several weeks. We need to give some strategies. So I am here to help you all with that. If you have specific concerns or questions, I am here for that. We're doing the same thing with our communities. Make sure you're giving action steps. Make sure that you're telling your communities, I hear you, I see you. I'm not making fun of this thing or this situation because it's a real thing. It's a real situation. It's These are feelings that are happening in your community, whether you believe it or not, and you need to address them. This is how we're cleaning the table. This is how we're reducing um, your exposure in our office. These are some options that we have for you, and here's action you can take. You need to be doing that if you want to make sure that your population, your community, your practice members knows that you are the place for them and that this is a thing that they need to maintain as a foundational piece to get through this time and have still joy and abundance and a, and a good expression of life through this time. Hopefully that helps. Let me know what specific questions you have. Um, I'll do my very best to answer them and I will just share with you exactly what we're doing in our office and with our community.